You're listening to audio provided by Valleydale Church. To find more resources or to donate to this ministry, please check out valleydale.org. It was. Okay. It was. I guess I should stop eating, right? Yeah. Yeah, Miss yeah. Colleen's going to come and join. Yeah, join my, my concern is if you keep eating like that while we're talking, even though my grandmother's been in heaven for years, she's going to walk up. Was that the grandmother that was like, he's Presbyterian? Oh, yes. That's the, yeah. that's As a matter of fact, uh, so much influence, so much influence, my dad asked me over and over again and didn't believe it that he could wear jeans to church. He, he just, was like, he, he was, tried to reconfirm. And he, was like, he was like, I don't know about that. Because that Jeans was his mother. <clears throat> that was all I knew. That Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Pastor Mac Pastor, Brunson. The Reverend, the Reverend Doctor Doctor. There he Nicole, is. Nicole Brunson. Probably, II. probably just now got his plate. Now he's got to go do Here, this. Don't trip on that cord. Uh, uh, Brody, why do, why don't we have the Pastor Mike like this? It wasn't him. He can just hold it. I can get it. I can Rick, get it. That's you know good. A thing or two. See, he's hand. eating too. Yeah. Okay. Now this is interesting. This just shows how multicultural oh, we've man. gotten out here. We got we these are. three. We are. Listen. I just went by our Hispanic congregation, and I've got some tamales that will light your life up. See, you held that to you. You didn't tell us. I didn't tell. Well, so you come in late, and then you you come in throwing heaters like this. This is ridiculous. Are you just going to, do you want to eat that? Rick and I have a lot to go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. I'm going to sit here and eat this tamale. (laughs) I love tamales, but I'm good. One thing we forgot, I I feel like, I know we got to get to the message and, and everything, and you know, and I, I wish all the people out there would just settle. You, people just settle <laughs> down out there. Just, just if you think we're going to pull them away from the food I've seen out there, no, 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 no. Uh, they're not even looking this way. No, uh-uh. They should. Well, and then the kids are not going to come over here because you've got no. all of the uh, the, the blow-ups. Mm. I yeah. got here with my son, and he was like, "Dad, it's Fall Fest over there." By the way, in the future, if uh, if if you tell your class to bring everybody they would like to bring, they might. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, man. If they eat some of these tamales, I guarantee yeah. you they will. They'll show up here. We, we had, we have. I'm not exaggerating. 120 hamburgers, mm. uh, 50 hot dogs, and uh, and we're rolling through all kinds of sides and I'm stuff. Sure that, I'm, I, and your class, right? Your class is like 80 or 90 people. I don't we, know. We're, we're, it's finally settled down. We're we're around 70. Okay, good. good. So are it's those settled. Real numbers or those the Baptist numbers? No, uh, no, no. Our class by Baptist not, numbers has 150 people. He's not. Yeah, he's, I was going to say he's not a Baptist preacher, so you can take his number for that. You know, you know, our buddy Scott Dawson. You know that just became part of our our That's group right. here. Is I, he I, here? I, uh, I don't know where he is. But it was one of those things that I always, every time he would say, I would say, well, how did it go? And he would say, we had, you know, 2,500 people. And I'd look over next to me, I'd say, 800. <laughs> the truth hurts. <laughs> the truth hurts sometimes. But, you know, it's not like 800 is not a good number. Yeah. It's a good number. It's a great number. It is. It just, yeah. You know, it doesn't, lies don't pay. Pastor, I was thinking when you walked up, I, is there a special significance to your Jiminy Cricket shirt? Yeah, there's a family in the church okay. here that sent me. I got a package, opened it up. It had a uh, letter in there. It had a picture of me in the pulpit. And they had drawn out me saying Jiminy Cricket. Oh, that's right. oh so that you do say that. A I lot. say that yeah. a fair amount without even thinking about it. Right. And they they, <laughs> they sent me this T-shirt with Jiminy Cricket on it. Yeah. So I wore it today. I still I still want to get, register that trademark of like the Brunson recliner. That recliner thing made me Y'all laugh. And look, look, and I I mean I don't give charity laughter. You have no, to earn I, it. I I know for a fact that's true. And let me tell you something that slayed me. 
Y'all just sit there. That was so good. Brunch and recline. That was so good. That is funny. I saw that on the. Oh, we, we were we were driving some. I was driving down the road somewhere, and uh, we we had Debbie had it on the telephone, and she was just hollering oh, over that was there. Funny. Man, they that was funny. I said, "Well, what's so funny? Show it to me." That was funny. Well, now that we're all on the on the stage here together, and I, I just need I've got a couple of promptings for you guys, and then I just need to get out of the way. Um, okay. First, first things first, Rick. I'm, I'm just, I'm insulted that this is the first time that you've ever come on the show with us. I've yeah, we're hurt. You multiple times. That's it, not true. It's, it's hurt. Every it's Monday deep. morning, I text you and say, Rick, are you going to make it? This yeah. Monday morning, I, I, I can't imagine what else you'd have to do, but you right. continue to turn me If down. you think your level of being insulted is say a, <laughs> say a seven, imagine my level that y'all won't rework the time so I can actually come. <laughs> Fair yeah, in fact, we even moved it here recently. Yes. I know. Yeah, we moved it up to 8.15, 8 but I've heard you get up earlier than that. Well, keep in mind, I'm over there in radio. It's, uh, you know, I, we're still fighting against TV. You know, it's, it's just all it is the is technology Well, TV. what it is, it's just, it's just audio with pictures. It'll never last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially if the Internet gets involved. Right. Well, here's, oh, the other, here's the other thing. and As long as we're talking about confrontation, you had something that you wanted to confront Pastor about. You text, you've texted me this multiple times, Rick Burgess. You've said, if Pastor says one more thing about if y'all were Pentecostal, you'd be running the aisles. <laughs> you said you're going to get up and do it. Here Look, I was up uh, last Sunday. I mean, I, I did this. Was waiting on it. I was did I this with it. my seat, and and Sherry agreed with what you said, Kirkwood. She she says you keep fighting the urge to do this. I'm going to tell you, husband, to keep fighting. Please, <laughs> please do not do Stay this. Stay strong in yeah, the fight. Right. Yeah. Do not. Yeah. He doesn't mean that. I All would, he means is yeah. I hope you're taking in yeah. what a profound yeah. biblical moment that you, was. You got a smart wife. Yeah, yeah. you got That's a smart right. wife. <laughs> I'd listen to her. <laughs> right. Please and, don't sprint the aisles. Right. Well, you know, but. I I mean, let's face it, you know, as long as it's not something that you're, you know, there's some things that, that, that come out of Scripture that demand a response. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, they demand a response. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we had a lot of good amens today. Yeah, you no know, doubt. We even sang some amens. It was, yeah. it was a good day. And it's really, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really encouraged just being able to look out. We're surveying the grounds Man. right now. There's, I mean. You know, this has been, this is just, you know, when church does this, this is family. It Amen. is, you know. It is. You, you don't sense that. In a lot of churches, you go in, you just don't sense this. But there's a sense of community here. In fact, I walked up past all these tents. Y'all can't see them, but there are all these tents down there. So I walked up past a tent a minute ago, and a guy walked out. One of our, one of our, uh, one of our men. He walked up and he said, "Hey, have a piece of this." And I picked up a piece of steak medallion like mm. that, Amen. and I took a bite of it, and I said, "Oh my stars, so tender." He, and he looked at me and he said, that was walking in my backyard last week. Oh, well, <laughs> you know what I say to that? Welcome to Alabama. I say welcome to Alabama. God, I know it. Man. I said, "You are you serious? He said, yeah. God he said, that America. deer was walking through my backyard last week. That's what I'm talking The food about. out here, you know, it's, you know, Baptists get a lot of uh, jokes about our the stereotype of us eating, and certainly it's just a stereotype. Well, no, we embrace there, it. There's, no, there's nothing to it. That's <laughs> no, no, based no on harsh reality. <laughs> right. No truth at all. Yeah, I mean, I think even Jesus would walk up here and say, you know what, y'all seem to have this covered. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing, we don't need to multiply this. 120 hot dogs. Oh, okay, y'all are good. Y'all are good. Look what oh, you can do yeah. without the Holy Spirit. Oh, oh man. Excellent job. Well, to, yeah, we're seeing a lot of people out here. To Scott Dawson, this is at least 4,000 people. Oh, at least 4,000. If Dawson gave us a number, it would be 4,000. 
4,000. <laughs> but, uh, but you, you know, you got to be excited. I mean, I agree. You can just sense. Well, we must have had 200 come forward now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Look, we've even got Brody laughing over there behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, and, and to get him to laugh uh, is, is not easy. He's another that makes you earn it. No, he does. He, he makes you earn it. He's a, he's a yes and. He's a yes and kind of guy. He keeps you going. Well, Pastor, you were over there in the visitor's tent, though. With yeah. yeah, I had a visitor, and the place was packed out in there. It really, it really was. It, there was at least finally, 600 they filled it all up just, and around. Just uh, lots of people. I talked to a lady. Uh, Debbie and I stopped. First lady we talked to, she said, oh, we want to join this church. And a lot of young couples yeah. threw in there. Yeah. You know, God's just doing a you. I don't know that Valleydale understands what a unique work God's doing here. No, you're right. I, I was thinking the same thing because, you know, first we first started and we drove up and Sherry said, I, I don't know, it's our first time to do this as teachers. And she goes, I hope our setup, and we saw the pastor's tent. And Sherry says, well, one of the classes has really stepped up. We're, we, we, look, we look bad. And she goes, we, we really should have done a better job. And so while we were in church, I leaned over and said, that's the pastor's tent. That's not, that's not one of that. He's got, there's people wanting to go over and see him. Right. But, you know, Sherry and I are, are teaching a, a multi-generational class. That is so and cool. it's been kind of a, a cool experiment to watch. I mean, we literally have a widow in her 70s yeah. and then a couple that just got married a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And then everything in between. Yeah. And, and I know that's kind of a, a new thing to try. But one of the things that we're noticing, you know, and I'm not saying that this is the way they all should be done. We should have a variety. But here's what we're noticing. If you and I, Kirkwood, are at the same place in life, there's certainly value to that. Sure, yeah. sure. But sure. I can't really help you on something I haven't experienced either. Yeah. So true. what we have is, is you know, I, I'm in my late 50s. And then we have people in their 70s. And we have people in their late 20s, early 30s. And, and then people in between. And so what we're noticing is the younger people are helping us about things that maybe we forgot about. Yep, sure. and, and then the, the older people in the class are, are given wisdom that, that the younger ones don't have yet. Well, no. that's exactly, listen, there's a book in the Bible called Titus. That's called Titus 2 and 3. Yeah, what you is. just described right there. Right. That the older men take the younger men and they mentor them. And, it, you know, Paul says, hey, you older men treat these younger men like your sons. Mm. You younger men treat these older men like your dads. The young, the older ladies take the younger ladies, teach them, train them. So you're exactly right. That's as, You can't get more New Testament than that. Well, and not every, even though it is in the New Testament, not every church gets to experience that. Right. And right. that goes yeah. back to your point. Like, it just is a unique thing that we're getting to enjoy yeah. right now. I mean, don't y'all sense it? I mean, you, you can yeah, feel I the do. Lord moving. And, uh, you know, for like people like us, for a lot of people, we have been called here that didn't expect to be called. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, here you are. Uh, pastor, at th this stage, you've told your That's story true, yeah. uh, where you were thinking, all right, is, is is this time for me to, you know, am I even going to take a church again in yeah, my 60s? Yeah. And, uh, and and then the call here, there's just, there's a lot of unique unique things going on here. And for this is something for my wife and I that I never thought about because as men, sometimes we don't think about this. Oh, uh, we attended, uh, you know, another church here for uh, right at 20 years. Yeah. And Sherry said, one of the things I'd like to experience with us, you know, thinking about this call to Valleydale is this is the first time we've ever gone to church in our own community. Yeah. And, I, of course, men don't That's think cool. about those kind of yeah. things. Yeah. I, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I, you know, we live seven minutes from the church. And I've noticed, you know what, it is kind of a cool thing for people who you're in, you know, a, a life group together, or you're in church together, and they live on the street behind you. Yep. And, yeah, uh, and the, you know, and, and we all do live in the same. I never really thought about that, especially, 
if you've been a person that goes on the road a lot, preaching right, and teaching, right. you know, sometimes you don't think about that. Right. But it, it actually has been very, very special, and you can you can feel that here, and uh, and you can sense that that the days for this church, the best days, are not behind us. No, they're they're, they're out in front of us. They are. They're not even here yet. Right. Exactly. Not even here, but we can sense that they're coming. Yeah. We can see that they're coming. We have no idea what God's going to do in that next generation. Well, I feel like that's, and that's pre- the exciting thing to me. That's a pretty good segue into just briefly talking about the message yeah. because that's what was happening there in First Chronicles chapter 29. You have David who, like, he, he knows he's going to die before they build this yes. thing. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't know what's coming. He just knows it's, it's going to be really good. you leave anything out in the message today that you're dying to tell us right well, now? Well, you know, the thing about David is this. I love this verse over in, I think it's Acts 13, that says, And David served the purposes of God in his generation and then died. What more could you ask in life than that? Let me, while I'm living... Yes. Just serve the purpose of God. Absolutely. And that's what David was doing in First Chronicles 29. He was serving the purpose of God. He was not serving himself. He was serving the purpose of God, building a temple, or he was giving to a temple that was going to be built that he would never see. And um, he was giving to it because he longed for that next generation mm. to hear. Let me tell the generations to come. You know, that's... That's where I am in my life. I'm in the fourth quarter of my life in ministry. I know that. However, let me tell you, Pew Research did, a, did an extensive survey a couple of years ago. The most productive years of a man's life, his 60s. Well, you've proven that the so far. The second most in, uh, productive period are his 70s. So, Rick, you not even hit, you've not even hit it. You're, that encourages listen, me for your you, greatest Greg. day, and I'm I'm being this right. is serious. I've got a serious look on my face. Okay, right. This, the greatest days of ministry for you are ahead of you. You know, it, when when you told me that, and and you shared that with me, and it, it really was profound because I I've, I've said this before, and I think that you guys will get it. And I'll say this to you as a younger guy, <laughs> I I was so spiritually immature in my younger years. I might have had all this. You know the stuff stuff that's great about being young, but I didn't have biblical maturity. I didn't have right. spiritual maturity, and and I and I did a lot of stupid things because I really there's no way to have wisdom, like like you know when, when we were talking about even with my own sons and, and, and my own children, I say well they can only maximize the age they are. Yes. You and I had that conversation, yes. and 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 hopefully they are. Yeah. But but I mean I can't take the wisdom of 57 at 27. No. And and so I actually am enjoying this age, and now you're excited me that, that maybe it'll even get better. Yes. More. I'm not one of these guys that looks back and yearns for my days of youth. I don't. I don't either. I, 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 I really do like I was them. beat up too much. Yeah, well, I, and, and, and I was probably one of the people that was beating you up. But, but, what, but what I'm saying is, but I, I, don't look, I don't look back on that fondly. Yeah. You know, even my early days of, of being redeemed, yes. you know, which is 1996 when right. I became a, a follower of Jesus and Amen. I was redeemed. I don't look back on that as fondly as I do right now. Yes. Because I'm, I'm seeing things happening in my life at 57. I really like 57 better than any age so far. Hey, listen, I've never enjoyed church as much. Right. I've never enjoyed my staff as much or the people as much. Mm -hmm. I'm to the place now. When you get to this place where you say, look, you know what? I can can relax a little bit and enjoy people. Right. Just enjoy the people. Right. Love the people. Pastor the people. I'm not trying to get somewhere else or move to something else or anything like that. 
marriage is better. You know, you Amen. get to the place yeah. where every year marriage just gets a little bit better. And you you're, you draw a little close. You just wonder how I could do that. Grandkids are great, you know, especially when they go home with the mom and dad. Well, yeah. uh, they're great. <laughs> right, yeah. So, you know, that's just, that's true. No, there it, is it some really truth. Is. You're really I'm enjoying them because you're absolutely. not really responsible for them anymore. A- absolutely. Right. Yeah. And, uh, but, and I took away from the message today one of the things that maybe – you know, might not have been as obvious, and I've talked about this a lot because, you know, anytime you're, you're doing any kind of ministry, and especially a men's ministry, a man will have some sort of moral, moral failure, and, and certainly you want to deal with that, and all of us are equal at the foot of the cross in, in need of redemption. But there were two things today that I was reminded of again is they'll always pull the David card out. Well, yep. you know, I'm kind of like a lot like David. First right, of all, I think, right. what kind of arrogant statement is that? Yeah, that's what we're That's kind of hard oh, to get wow. right. really but, 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 but what they're trying to say is he did all these horrible things, yeah. uh, but, but you know, hey, hey, he, he, he still was used by God. And that's yeah. true. It is true. But I think what we also forget is it, sin always matters. Yes. Uh, Jesus, yes. I mean, David didn't get to build the temple. That's now, important. Now, now, he immediately went into the, like you said today, okay, well, here's what I can do. That's right. And he also prepared his son. Yes. Don't make the mistakes that I made. And, right. and Solomon didn't listen to some of that. Some of yep. it he did. Yep. But, but, but then the beautiful part is, yes, it is true that David still finished and, and accomplished in a different way what he would have accomplished if he hadn't done the things he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would so, so, he have done? Yeah, right. You know, really, yeah. what would he have done? Right. We don't know. We don't know. But but you see the grace and the forgiveness. Yes. But remember, just like a lot of us, and, I, and we got to understand this about repentance, David really never came around, unfortunately, and I, I'm just, I have this same potential. It, it didn't really seem to bother him what happened to Uriah. It didn't really seem to bother what he did to Bathsheba and her family, which, by the way, his granddaddy never got, her granddaddy yeah, never got over it. exactly right. Hey, her granddaddy never got over he, that. Yep. Yeah, so, Turned on David. Yeah, yeah, he did. But anyway, so there's repercussions, but the, the moment that it, that it turned for David was when he saw God the way he was presented today. Yes. He was reminded that by Nathan says, hey, you're sinning against God. You do know who God is. Yeah. And when you, <laughs> gave, when you gave those characteristics of God in the message, this is who we're sinning against. Yes. Because I can right. justify sinning against other people because oh. they're, they're flawed and I'm flawed. But sinning against God is a different deal. Yes. You know, Acts chapter 5. Right. Ananias, Sapphira, you're not lying to That's us. That's pretty serious. You're lying to God. And, of course, yep. God kills them. Yep. Which, by the way, yep. I was kind of surprised you didn't go to that as a giving message. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I, <laughs> you, you, you do the Ananias and Sapphira story, people start tithing on gross, not net. You know what I mean? I mean That's what we're looking for. When you When you hold back and pretend you're not holding back, yeah. you know, that, yeah. that, you know that, oh, that, that, that was, I love when it says, and a great fear came upon the church. I bet. I, bet <laughs> I, I believe that. But That's anyway, but back to the original point is what you saw, though, when we realize who God is, not only does it make us look at sin differently, it also makes us look at his grace and mercy differently. Yes. You know, why would he be so merciful? Yeah. He certainly didn't have to be. Yeah. He did not. And, you, you know, the great thing about David is that he finishes so well in the end. It's right. amazing. You know, even after numbering the people and that whole story. Right. And, you know, the thing about that is, you know, I've, I've, I've got the David issue, which is an it is an incredibly arrogant. But David's not my standard. That's Jesus correct. Jesus is my standard. That, amen. You know, I, I can't look at anybody else and say, well, I can't do any better because they can't do it. That's not my standard. Correct. My standard is Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, and I, I, We're going to all fall short of that. And I see that a lot when, when we start comparing ourselves to the disciples before Pentecost. Yes. 
especially men, you 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 know, because men always talk about excellence, but when it comes to their sin, suddenly the standard starts going down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and we and so we go back and try to remember Peter and John when they ran. Yeah. But we we don't really compare ourselves to them after Pentecost in Acts yeah. chapter four when they go from running outside, from yeah. him to we're with him and everybody knows we're with yeah. him and yeah. whatever you have to do to us you do yeah. to us yeah. but we won't deny him again. That's exactly right. And see right. we're in the church age we've got the Holy Spirit now. That's right. So so that's, that's right. the standard for us now how they acted from Acts on, yeah. not before. Yep. And uh, and and so that goes back to that. You power. know, yeah. people always ask you know was it really real? Just look at Peter. Yeah. Look at the incredible dramatic change to that's where Peter deal. says. I, I can't help but preach in I don't name. run anymore. You know, whatever, whatever you're going to do, you're just going to have to do it. But I ain't stopping this. He goes afraid of a girl by the fire. Yes. To not even being fr- afraid of the Pharisees. That's when right. He faces. Stands up in yep. front of the whole nation says, yep. you just have to do what you got to do, but I'm going to do what I got to do. That's the power of God. That's exactly right. Yep. Something changed in the boys' Damn. life. <laughs> Something changed. So. Well, we're continuing to play, pray for change in, in people here and in this community. That's the mission, right? You guys talked about generations, yeah, right. helping our busy community know Christ and live for him. I feel like we covered a lot today. We thank did. You, thank you guys for letting me come to this. And thank Thanks, you. Rick, for being here. Yeah, Man, Rick. We no, what an honor for you guys to, to invite me and me find out about it while I was doing the announcements. Good. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you know, since Kirkwood had not told well, me about it Well, we didn't yet. have two services today, so I'm grateful you came and preached another message for us here. <laughs> That, no, this yeah. is great. I'm glad, and, I'm and, glad Kirkwood's awake this morning. Right. <laughs> but really, guys, when we get ready to close this out, you're talking about generations. Look, there they are. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. just look from this stage out at, at this church body, and you see, look, here's the little kids jumping around. Yeah. There, yep. there, there's the, there's we got the, them inside a barbed wire. Over right, there. Yeah, we, we did, we whatever it takes. Up. That's and then, then all the way up to the guys that are over here, you know, just uh, – uh, with gray hair and gray beards like us talking to some younger men. It's cool. It's and look, uh, Rick, there comes your son and your daddy. There they are. Now, they're both handsome men. What what happened here? Well, what did re- happen to you, Well, buddy? remember, genetics can be friendly, and, <laughs> and it can uh, – you, you, you see me and Dad, and then you see our wives, and then now you see that how God, again, is gracious. Very gracious <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Who did your dad play for? My dad played for Auburn. He uh, he was Real. a he was a fullback linebacker. Of course, you know in those days they yeah. played both ways. Yeah. And this mm. is what you need to know about that guy right there. People send me his trading card all the time, <laughs> and usually trade. You know this. <laughs> you usually usually that. trading cards have stats and stuff on the back. Yeah. You know what his has on the back? What's that? He loved contact. Loved contact. That's all it says. It gave him great joy. Yeah, just so he, like Will Anderson. Yeah, he People played. screamed when they saw him. Yeah, he played. Uh, yeah, I, my uncle said, you should have lined up across from him. He said, if he looked up from that stance at you, and you're like, I'm going to die. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so uh, he played for Suge Jordan and, uh, and the uh, That's mid, uh, late 50s, early 60s. That's neat. That's that is neat. That was when football was football. Yeah, it was. Cool. No face mask. You had a concussion. You just had a concussion. You just, kept you just going. got your you bell get over. We get called. You up. got your bell rung. <laughs> yes, and right. as long as you could get most of the questions right, you went back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? <laughs> right. George Washington. I saw, close I saw a guy go back in the game. He got where we were. Okay. He got what was going on in the game. And then it gets to his name. Now, he's got them all right so far. And they said, what's your name? He looked at me and said, oh, it don't matter. <laughs> you know what they said? Strap on. <laughs> oh, he's ready. Put me matter. in, coach. Don't matter what my name is. Yep. Well, this has been Ooh. fun, fellas. We need to get back to yeah, doing more And Blake played for food. Auburn, too, my, my oldest son. He, both, of, both those men right there played for Auburn. Played for Auburn. Again. Yeah, well, yeah, Blake won the championship in 2010. That's that right? That's right. Beautiful. Yeah. How about that? So yeah. he's That's got cool. the ring. Yeah, he's got the ring. Shake his hand, too. Yeah. 
I love it. We got to wrap this up. There's too much good food out there to eat. There he is. Let's go. Let's go we hit it. Go back and Boy, I tell you what. If I could just find a tamale somewhere. Yeah, Listen, maybe Pat, maybe Timmy you, Cricket over here. They got them over there. there. Okay. Get the right. hot ones. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Don't fall off the stage here, gentlemen. All right, thanks. It's, you. High, it's high up. Thank we'll you. We'll see you later. See you. Thank you for listening to this recording from Valleydale Church. To find more or to connect with us about what you just heard, check us out at valleydale.org.